Pages 123, 122, sorry, 123, 124, 125 of the four agreements. We are talking about chapter 7, The New Dream, Heaven on Earth. So, you know, it talks about... As I drive to in and out it talks about the ability of us as individuals to be able to create our own standards, our own heaven, as they say it, our own um, positive outlook on life, for us to be able to create that for our own individual selves. Uh, no one else can create that. No one else can create that perception. Now, I know, you know, for some people, maybe, you know, it it does come off as a bit, um, what do you call it? Like, invalidating. I know to some people, it's like, you know, if somebody, like, if you really have an issue going on, like, say, for example, I hate to bring this up again. Okay, let me find an example that doesn't have to do with my past roommates. If there is um, a, um, a, I don't know, say if you're dealing with someone who was really rude to you, a family member or something, and they're really rude to you, and you feel like it's uncalled for, and they're kind of a toxic person, you know, if somebody tells you like oh like you just need to perceive it differently or whatever it's like that you know that sounds invalidating it's like you know it can sound to a lot of people like oh just like ignore how you actually feel ignore your actual experience ignore your actual like how you know you're impacted by this and just forget it ever happened act like it's nothing you know So, you know, this kind of thinking isn't really meant to be like an invalidation of of emotions or experiences. That's not really the purpose of it, right? Um, As much as it might appear like that, if you're actually going through something kind of deeper, it can really appear to be like, like somebody's telling you you know, just, just forget about it, just look at the bright side, you know, but in a way, sometimes, like, when you're more distant from the actual issue, or when it's not hurting you as much, you can kind of see that a little bit better, um, and it's not saying ignore how you feel, you know, it's just focused on the perception, right, the perception of how you, how you deal with things, because, um, like you you can know that there's a toxic person that that wants to stay in touch with you that wants to be you know just mean to you that doesn't really want to act nice you know that doesn't want to take accountability that doesn't want to change there are too many people like that and you can know 
that there are people that are like that in your life. Um, uh, you can know that there are people who are, you know, um, just going to be that way, you know, but I think when it talks about the perception, um, is kind of, there's like this fine line between like seeing, seeing both sides of it. Like you can see it for what it is. You can see that, you know, um, there's this whole situation with this person that, you know, the way I see it sometimes is like this person just isn't brave enough to get out of their ego about things. You know, they can't form relationships. They can't have high levels of intimacy and trust. And, you know, they can't just try to like, they try to mess things up to keep you at a distance. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I see it. And that's kind of what I think actually goes on. Um, that's kind of how I actually perceive what's, what's happening. Um, um, you know, I wouldn't actually think that, you know, this person, like, did I need to, like, be invalidating towards myself because of this person, you know what I mean, like, did I need to be, um, giving in to, like, somebody's abusive mentality or anything like that, like, I wouldn't really think that way, um, you know, because that's not, you know, I think that's kind of a better way to look at it, in my opinion, that's kind of how I talk myself through things, I mean, there are multiple methods that people can use, but that's the method I usually use, is just kind of like, this person is just not in a place where they're comfortable, and maybe it's on me, you know, maybe it's on my end, you know, like, but people, you know, like, I remember there's this movie, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like Les Choris or something like that in French, the chorus. And there's this kid named Orange and he's kind of like, kind of like a naughty kid. And, um, the headmaster or whatever, he has this, uh, this mentality with the kids is like action reaction, you know, like, um, if one kid does something, it's like action reaction, you know? So like that kind of is kind of how it goes socially, like action, you know, you do, they do something, you do something, they do something, you do something. Um, that's kind of how it goes socially. And so it's like, it's going to be hard if you've been dealing with someone who's toxic for you to even be able to really be like super kind, like all the, all the like micro kind of social stuff is really gonna, you're really gonna, you know, take that micro social stuff. Like it's going to be hard for you to kind of like not act on, you know, 
your own defenses like to to like protect yourself because you know how this person is you know this person's toxic you know how they've been in the past you know how they are um and so even if you're not actively provoking them or anything they might just just from that amount of history together they might um have some problems with it they might um you know be a little um uh i guess like they're they're not gonna be like too understanding about it i guess um or they're gonna understand or they're gonna catch on to like how you're feeling defensive around them because it's so so subtle and then they're gonna react still even more like so it's it's gonna be hard for them to kind of act the way you need them to act like they have to really want to push past that and that's why I say um that I feel like sometimes it's like people aren't in a place or strong enough or ready to really um to really start you know having these having this deeper connection they're just not they're just not ready for it yet and a lot of it's like their defenses are pretty high I talk about this a lot with or I have in the past about the ISTDP model it's like people's defenses come up and there's nothing you can really do about it I mean you can call it out as much as you want to call it out but you know um you know you can call it out as much as you want to call it out but um uh you don't really like like I don't know that's not going to get you anywhere and then that other person's going to feel you know if you keep pointing out stuff that they're really sensitive about um it's going to be hard for them to really be open you know um like in psychology you know they talk a lot about um corrective emotional experiences like if you don't really have like a corrective emotional experience it's gonna be hard to kind of be more open so like people know I grew up in a religion with a bunch of gossipy people that couldn't be trusted in in a bunch of environments where you know as good as it was as much fun as I had there was still that like toxic quality to it that made it so I just couldn't feel comfortable and couldn't be open with people or trusting with people as much as I would have liked and maybe there were some that I could have been that way with but it was like I didn't really know who to trust or who to like not trust um I didn't really know who to let in my life who to just be like dude this person needs to like go um I really just wasn't aware of like who would be the right people to keep around as a kid you know um and that kind of spread into my life later on kind of really wanting you know these deeper relationships with people and once I finally was able to develop those like in college and more in grad school and more when I moved um I was kind of able to get a little more um 
you know, do a little more hanging out and stuff and, like, um, get a little more, um, uh, like, I don't know what you call it, like, have a little better of, like, an understanding um, of kind of what's gonna, what's gonna be more on the appropriate end of things, or how we're gonna be able to better, um, be better, you know, trust, have a lot more trust and stuff, so, um, let's see, page 123 says, I want you to forget everything you have learned in your whole life. And it says, the dream you are living is your creation. So, that kind of speaks to, you know, the dream being being your own. Um... The dream being your own, like, it's your own creation. Like, it's your own, um, interpretation or thought into it. Um, it's kind of your own way of seeing things. Uh, the, a lot's gonna have to do with the interpretation of things. But... You know, oops. Um, like you can perceive love, you know, uh, you can perceive it, it'll come to you. Um, that's kind of one theory that this beginning of the chapter has that, you know, love is going to be coming towards you the more, the more you kind of like think into it, the more you kind of involve yourself into it. Um, it doesn't have to be like everybody's bad, everybody's negative, everybody's trash, you know, um, you know, and I'll just say, you know, I get annoyed with people. I get irritated with people and, um, you know, I can be, I can be impatient. I can be impatient. I know that. Um, but also overall, I mean, I have to give myself credit that, you know, I don't care if people are like irritating or like slightly obnoxious or like, if they're not going to be seen as, like, cool, or, like, if they're, you know, like, there are certain qualities that I'm like, okay, if this person's argumentative, or likes to debate, or too gossipy, or, um, doesn't have, like, a trusting, you know, uh, way of, uh, you know, interacting with them, you know, I could kind of see that, 
you know, this isn't really where I want to go. It's not really where I want to be with this person socially. Like, it's just not going to be my thing. Um, You know, it's just not going to be the best for my own health, for my own social health. It's not going to be the best of plans for me to really fully engage with this person. So, yeah. And then... Then what we have is... Let me see if I can look at this last page here. Then what we have is um, page 125. Imagine that you have permission to be happy and to really enjoy your life. Imagine that living your life without fear of being judged by others, or imagine living your life without the fear of being judged by others. You no longer rule your behavior according to what others may think about you. You no longer, sorry, you are no longer responsible for anyone's opinion. Um, Just that alone, you know, how many of us have dealt with the judgment of others? You know, there's this, okay, there may be like two theories that are coming to my mind. One of them is a religious theory and one of them is a psychology theory. One religious theory is kind of like, you know, biblical, where, you know, Jesus talks about, you know, the coming of the kingdom. Like, a lot of people, I think, in in older times interpreted that as, you know, the coming of the kingdom, meaning heaven, you know. And then later on in life, you know, I started hearing people talking about this. And maybe it's just because the circle of the Adventist pastors I was around, they were speaking about this, but they talked about the kingdom as you know kingdom on earth here now you know it's the responsibility of the people on earth here now to make that life for themselves to make that positive um connection with themselves um to kind of make that um more um Uh, more fulfilling, more, you know, like something that people want to actually kind of try to do, um, like try to make, try to make this life on earth positive. Don't try to, you know, for you and your community of people, for your family, for everyone, don't just wait until if heaven comes down or until everyone goes to heaven or however that looks don't wait till the future like people have to pitch in and you know heal themselves now you know provide healing spaces for other people now do that now you know so that's one theory that I that kind of comes to my mind I'm not saying people need to believe in the bible or whatever if you don't you don't if you do it's interesting um and but I feel like any book, text, whatever, 
you can take something positive out of it. It doesn't matter if it's your religion. I know a lot of religions have a history of, like, just stomping on people and making them feel terrible. So I'm not saying people have to, like, delve into the Bible. But I really do think, like, you know, when I've read things by different religions and different thoughts that I was like, ah, this is, like, some group of people, you know, as long... I mean, I feel like sometimes when it's, like, they, they are trying to talk about love and, like, concepts of, like how to be on earth is worth trying to trying to see at least some of it like sometimes like there's a lot of of the bible that is very positive but there tends I just feel like people themselves have so many illnesses and prejudices and things uh that kind of get in other people's way and it doesn't really matter if you're a pastor um you can still be promoting that like sickness you know, um, hopefully not, I'm not saying all pastors are bad, but hopefully not, but people can be, people are people, you know, and I know that's not like an excuse, like people are people, so let them do whatever the heck they want to do, not like that, but, you know, it's hard to like really make it so that everyone's going to be good, you know what I mean, um, but I really like to think about it, you know, I really like to encourage people to think about it, to think about, you know, think about your life, think about how you interact with the world, think about your own role. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to judgment, when it comes from like the psychology world, uh, just social theory in general, um, like judgment, a lot of times it can be external and it could also be internal. So, you know, you have like the external of, you know, people being outwardly, um, one way you know, towards you, like, either they're directly that way towards you, and it's hurtful, or it's indirect, or you just take it on, and you can be negative towards yourself, like, that's, you know, that self-talk is really important to take, to take into account, and to try to really control it, or at least look at it, and see what, what it's telling you about yourself, and really get it under control, you know, step by step it's not gonna happen overnight but it's like you know I get like not so much like negative thoughts about myself so much like that does come up but it's more so memories of things I've done like even last night and it happens more at night like right when I'm trying to fall asleep when I'm like okay I'm literally laying down to sleep and that's why I have to like listen to something when I'm sleeping to kind of drown it out and I just kind of tell tell that internal dialogue just like shut up like why are you reminding me of this like I don't even talk to these people anymore like that mistake I made in like sixth grade or the way that person rolled their eyes at me it's like there's kind of this thing I guess what I where I was trying to go with that was this kind of like almost evolutionary theory with that thought with psychology where it's like maybe our minds remind us of all that stuff uh and we're, we get attached to, like, judgment and gossip and judging ourselves, um, because of, uh, because of, um, 
Like, maybe we get attached to it because of, um, you know, this theory about how we use, how, you know, living in tribes and living in community, you know, you got to have some kind of, like, rules. And sometimes if you have that, like, internal, if that internal part is so strong that's, like, warning you, like, hey, you're hurting the tribe, like, hey, you're, you're doing something socially unwanted... But yeah, I do kind of start thinking that way where I'm just like, you know, on that kind of almost evolutionary side or like human, you know, development as like theory of like the the development of like humankind, you know, like you do kind of have that area where it's like, you know, people need some kind of internal compass, you know, to tell them this is not okay. You know, if we didn't have that, imagine the more damage would be done if if we never felt guilt or shame about anything we did. Now, I'm not saying everybody feels guilt or shame about what they do, because a lot of people can't even own up to it or see their own, you know, stuff, you know, like I've... I've kind of interacted with people at times where, you know, I saw, you know, when people kind of told me things, it took me a while to kind of understand, like, oh, I seem kind of grumpy, oh, I seem kind of grouchy and, like, irritated, and maybe I don't feel grouchy or irritated with these people, but they're interpreting, you know, you know, maybe I've got that resting bee face or, like, I'm just kind of not talkative or I'm kind of short with people. But a lot of times it's like when I'm anxious, it comes out that way. When I have high anxiety in social situations, which oftentimes I do, like I, like even when I'm hanging out with friends sometimes before I even meet up with the people, I'll be, you know, stressed and thinking like, thinking about the situation before it comes up and like, oh, I'm going to go out and hang out. But I'll be like, oh, like I got to leave at this time and got to leave at that time and got to do this or do that. And I'll be thinking about it and thinking about it. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm so, like, you know, stressed out, you know. Like, I'm so, um, you know, overwhelmed with this uh, situation here, you know, where I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, you know, what's the best, what's the best choice for me, you know. And, you know, I'm dealing with all this, like, internal stuff going on. And I didn't even notice that till more recently that I'm like, even if I'm around family or friends or whatever, sometimes I'm like anxious and I don't really notice it. Like my breath is really short. Like I'm not taking deep breaths. You know, I'm feeling kind of tense. I don't really notice it. And of course, that's probably coming out in my expressions like verbally and the way my face looks and the way I'm maybe not responding as much just because I just feel comfortable like doing my own thing sometimes and you know there's a lot of pressure to try to like respond but it's like yeah people keep telling me something and I keep hearing it over and over and over again then I'm like okay maybe there's something to that I don't want to just be like defensive and just be like oh like it doesn't hurt people's feelings or it doesn't make people think a certain way or whatever so when I do catch myself like that I try to like explain 
not like an excuse, but try to be like, oh, like I'm anxious or just kind of like stressed out about something else. Like it has nothing to do with you specifically, you know, but I'll try to like explain that to people so that they know, because otherwise people are interpreting like maybe they think I pissed them off or I don't really want to be there. I don't want to hang out with them. I'm not having fun. You know, and it's like, that's not really what it is. You know, I'm just kind of stressed out. It's like I had to spend money to come here and I'm a bit of a tightwad. And it's like, you know, I'm always counting like, oh, like it took cost me this much in gas and this much in parking. And then if I, you know, I'm splitting the bill with somebody who got like three drinks and like expensive drinks and I'm all like pissed about it and like, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, I don't want to be. I don't, I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to be, you know, upset with people about things. I don't want to be, like, acting like I owe anybody anything or they owe me. Like, I, I just don't want things to be tense, you know? I don't feel like they need to be tense. I don't want them to be tense. They're usually not tense. It doesn't have to be tense. But sometimes it's a little bit tense, you know, and it doesn't have to be that way. So that's kind of where I'm at with things. Um, This wasn't the most coherent episode. I know I'm kind of like a little bit fatigued, foggy, had all these days with my back and like, you know, I'm kind of like. I ate earlier, but I don't think I'm hydrated as well as I should be, and I probably didn't eat enough. I've been skipping breakfast a lot lately, and just eating, like, an earlier late lunch. And a lot of these past few days, I've been having, like, two big meals instead of, like, three meals (laughs) and not waking up as early. So I'm kind of, like, a little bit all over the place, but I hope this makes sense. Uh, But, yeah, I think a lot of times the social stuff is kind of like what's going to be the helpful stuff to try to like work on because a lot of times we can't change other people but we can change ourselves we can change our perceptions we can change who we choose to talk to and interact with we can change that you know we can change all these other things um so you know um but it's not like in an invalidating way it's not like don't have problems, don't, don't tell people you have an issue, don't, you know, ever feel anything ever again, you know, because it's wrong, it's not saying that, it's just saying, you know, like, we have control over it, we have control over it, other people can't make us feel that way, you know, just because someone yelled at me, I can still have a good day, I can still be happy, you know, I can still be, you know, like, you know, just sometimes, but sometimes it's easier than others. Sometimes you're at a stronger point where you can just be like, whatever, like F it and just kind of move on. And then other days it's just like things, just everything hits you. Even if it's really nothing, just waking up in the morning and having to get ready can be like a pain in in the, you know what? So it's like, I don't know. Every day is different, but it's good to kind of know where you're at, where you're at with your own emotions. Um, know if you're like having any vulnerabilities if you didn't sleep well if you didn't eat well if you're already stressed if the caffeine's wearing off you know you can kind of know that about yourself um but okay so that's about it for now um I'm about to park and then 
we'll be done with this episode. But we're going to keep almost, we're almost done with this book, guys. And sorry that I didn't record the past few days about it, but we all know how the holidays get in the way of stuff. Even for someone like me who doesn't really fully celebrate the holidays like a normal, like, 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 like most people traditionally do, um, just things being a little different kind of makes it a little complicated for me sometimes, so, uh, there's that, but, yeah, guys, um, I think that's all I've really got to say. I'm just going to park the car and then do what I got to do. I'm looking for something in particular in my trunk, I think. And then let's see where we go from there. All right, guys. I just got to be able to park so I can turn this off. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.